Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland and this is The Leader. It was never certain, but the travel industry had been hoping that the UK's desire for a foreign holiday was undiminished by the COVID pandemic. Now it seems they were right. The Evening Standards found bookings are soaring after the red list of countries was slashed to just seven and there are changes in the rules on testing coming too. Transport Secretary Grant Shapps appeared on BBC Breakfast to explain how things will work. I spoke to um, Heathrow uh, last night and they were telling me people will be able to, uh, in some cases, come through the airport, do the lateral flow test there, only takes a few minutes, uh, and, and off they go. And there's nothing more to then um, do. So there'll be lots of different ways of making this lateral flow uh, effective and quick for people. In a moment, we're going to get reaction from the travel industry itself and advice on booking a holiday in a post-COVID world from Paul Charles. But first, our political editor, Nicholas Cecil, has been looking at the numbers and he's with me now. Nicholas, it really does look like an awful lot of people are booking a holiday. Yes, this seems to be quite a dramatic change happening now. There are two main things that are happening in coming days. The first is that the red list, as of early Monday morning, is being dramatically cut back from more than 50 countries to just seven. So that's Panama, Colombia, Venezuela, Peru, Ecuador, Haiti and the Dominican Republic. Now, if you're double-jabbed and returning to England from these countries, you would still need to quarantine uh, for 11 days, and that could leave you with a bill of £2,285 per adult. But for the rest of the world, provided you're double-jabbed, the PCR test that you would would due to take on day two, that is going to be dropped. So you'll do a lateral flow test instead, and that will make the foreign travel far cheaper. And um, it really is uh, opening up foreign holidays to far more countries at a far cheaper, cheaper price. And now that those foreign holidays have been opened up, do we know where people are going? British Airways holidays, they're there saying that website searches to Cancun, Cape Town, Johannesburg, they've shot up 400%. So people are avidly searching for these destinations which were on, on, on the red list, but now 
as of Monday, you'll be able to go there without having to quarantine. There's also lots of people looking to book in Greece, in Turkey, and in the Canary Islands, according to the travel industry. I think the travel industry had been hoping that there would be a, a pent-up desire, but I think there were also um, fears that people would still be worried about getting on planes. It certainly doesn't look like that is the case, though, does it? No, I think out there, and you can see this on the tube and on the trains already, people are becoming less worried about COVID. Still, the, the, the number of cases is high, kind of 40,000 uh, a day up to, and number of daily deaths is over 100 or so. Obviously, every one of those is tragic. The vast majority of them are people who have not been vaccinated. So if you are double jab, your chance of dying from COVID is now very small. So people, I think, are realising that and are gradually getting used to return to life far more like normal. Thanks, Nick. Paul Charles, who advises travel industry leaders through the PC agency, is with me now. Paul, this must be exactly what the sector needed. It's really good news for the travel sector. This is probably the biggest announcement the government's made, certainly since summer of last year, just after the pandemic began, in terms of reopening travel. They're making it easier at last for many more people to go away to countries that have been on that red list for far too long, in my view, like South Africa, for example, like Mexico. And frankly, if you're fully jabbed, then you should be able to go anywhere really in the world and then come back, maybe take a test um, if you're showing any symptoms of any kind. But it's quite clear that if if you're fully jabbed, you're more protected and you've got to get on with life as a result. And finally, the government's realised that. If you are fully jabbed, I mean, you said maybe you should take a test. Do you think there's a case for people not taking tests now? I do. I think the testing regime that's still in place, and don't forget, it's still quite complicated for many people with that day two test as a minimum needing to be taken. Um, I think that uh, testing itself is, is really a travel tax. You're paying for a private test on top of the cost of you traveling. And I'm not saying that if I go to a restaurant, I don't have to pay any extra tax, even though I'm fully jabbed, to eat in a restaurant surrounded by just as many people as I would be surrounded by on my flight to Spain. So uh, I think this, this travel testing regime is still out of touch and out of place with the reality elsewhere in our lives. And you'll never get the travel sector to recover fully if you're putting barriers and obstacles in place like that. So let's see what the government does at the end of October when they change the day two PCR test to an antigen, which will be cheaper. But really, do you need any testing at all? And on that, do you need a red list at all? I mean, it's been cut down to just seven countries. Do we need to have it? I don't think you do need a red list. If you look across to Ireland which had some of the toughest measures in place during the pandemic. Just last week, they immediately abolished their red list. They took every country off it and they ended hotel quarantine with immediate effect. So the uh, 50 to 60 people who were in hotel quarantine at that point suddenly got a call that Saturday night last week saying, out you go, you're welcome to just go home now. Just like that. So if the Irish are looking at the same data as the British medical authorities, which they are, then why is the UK still hanging on to this policy? And I'll tell you why. It's because they want the flexibility of having a red list so they can switch it all on again 
add countries to that red list if they need to. It's it's a fail safe and a backstop. But really, there shouldn't be a red list at all. I'd imagine a lot of those people trying to book their holidays are those who haven't been able to get away. What kind of advice would you give them, Paul? There are lots of good deals around. There's no doubt about that. My best advice is, first of all, on the testing front, try and wait till as, as last minute as you can before you book that test because the regime keeps changing and the rules keep changing. And it could be you can find something much cheaper closer to when you actually need to take that test. So that's the first thing. I think, secondly, look around to um, the country you're going to. What sort of rules do they have in place for when you go into that country? There are many countries now where if you're fully jabbed, you don't need to do much when you go into that country. But some others, some other destinations still insist on a, a PCR test or an antigen test, which can be frustrating for some people. Uh, and thirdly, um, try and stay longer when you're going. So maybe do less traveling from a sustainability point of view, but stay longer when you do travel. It helps you to understand that destination more. You'll feel much more part of it. You'll be more relaxed spending longer if you can. And of course, many people have a lot of holiday entitlements still to take this year because they didn't take their leave during lockdowns earlier in the year. So a lot of people have stacked up their holiday entitlement and may have 14 days or 10 days to take in one go. So I'd advise you to try and stay a little bit longer and enjoy the destination you're in. And that's the leader. There's lots more on the story at standard.co.uk. Follow the live blog for breaking news. This podcast is back on Monday at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.